3: Jeffrey gets nervous around girls. Every day he obsesses over Jessica, watching her in class, dreaming about asking her out and thinking of her when he (laughs) listens to music. But he's never even spoke to her. Every time she walks near him, Jeffrey feels a spike of anxiety. His palms begin to sweat and he tries to avoid her or he overthinks about what to say to her but then he never even speaks to her. Adonis! Adonis sees Jeffrey struggling and understands exactly what he's going through. Young Adonis also used to obsess over women. And he was so nervous and he never spoke to any of them. But then Adonis did something to destroy his nervousness. And now he couldn't be more confident around women. Adonis puts his hands on Jeffrey's shoulders. There's a better way, young Jeffrey. I'll teach you how to start. There's a quote from Andrew Tate that I really like, so I'm going to read it to you. If you approach a girl and try to talk to her and you fail completely, within 30 seconds, she's gone. She's forgotten. Whatever you've been through in your life has yet to kill you. Going over to that girl and her rejecting you, You won't die. Come on now, little bro. Let's go over 10 ways to be less nervous around women. Number one, and probably most important, why, bro, every time I do one of these clickbait videos, you know, there's seven ways to get girls. There's three things. You know, I do these like somewhat clickbait titles and try to still make them like really educational inside the video. But every single time I do a video like this, number one, the first point that I always tell you when it comes to getting girls is to stop watching porn. And even the softcore stuff that you see on TikTok and Instagram is literally just softcore porn. Like TikTok's mostly softcore. You can cope all you want and say like, oh no, my TikTok's full of Andrew Tate shorts. And yeah, it probably is. And you know, oh, my Instagram is full of just UFC and you know, football stuff. And yeah, it probably is. But you're still probably seeing more ass on your Instagram than your entire bloodline has seen before you. So it's still gonna mess you up, isn't it? Why is it that one makes you nervous around women? Well, just think about it. It's messing up your brain and it's doing it in such a malicious way. Because when you watch one, especially, you know, like video content that you see on a or something, usually what you're watching is, another man piping the girl that you want and so you're sat there like some weird man who's going to be in the corner watching this couple have sex and you're conditioning and programming and training your brain to be aroused at the fantasy of other people having sex in front of you. You train your brain to like that and then eventually when it comes to speaking to girls you can't help but to have images and feelings of feeling like a cuck. You can't help but think about the other guys that she's maybe spoke to or been with or on the other hand for a lot of guys, it makes you quite weird at speaking to girls because you have the flashes of thousands of images and videos of, you know, girls getting nailed in this way and like some big gangbang with BBCs and everything. It messes up your expectations. You're so conditioned to watching these women who have had surgery and even this video editing going on and everything. So eventually when you see just like a normal woman in front of you, it's disappointing. Her titties aren't perfect. They're not fake. They're not like double D's standard yet. (laughs) She's not making moans. Like Madison Ivy does. <laughs> F- me, bro. watching a lot of porn and especially the softcore stuff that you see on social media, it makes you nervous around girls because I want you to imagine, let's say a schoolboy, he's in high school, right? He's like 15 years old. And he maybe has like a crush on the girl that is in his class. You know, he's 15, and it's normal to be like, you know, a little bit of a Jeffrey. So he goes home, he's on his phone and he's on TikTok and Snapchat and Instagram. And that girl that he's kind of got a crush on has just posted a TikTok today where she's doing one of those challenges that are like child beats which is literally like you know it's the culture of TikTok to promote child It's fucking disgusting. TikTok is weird, bro. But yeah, so he sees her doing one of these sexual dances on TikTok, right? And he watches it maybe four times, five times. And he sends the link to his friends. And she's not even nude or anything. You know, that'd be way too far. She's fully clothed, but it's like, yeah, she's still young. And he's seeing this and seeing her in this sexually provocative way. When he sees her next, is he going to speak to her just completely normally with that image in his mind? Or is he going to stumble over his words a bit more? Is he going to be nervous and a little bit weird around her? You know, we're very deep into this. This, like modern, hyper-sexualized narrative. But it's extremely hard to have normal, healthy conversations and developments and relationships with women who have shown off their bodies in a sexual way online. It's extremely hard and it's never worth it anyway. A man who respects himself, I don't think would really go there. But if she's been making all these like sexual TikToks and ass pics on Instagram and everything, it makes you weirdly nervous around her because it just does something to your brain, which, you know, it just feels weird. It's probably some caveman stuff of like seeing her hyper online. You know, you caveman man brain thinks yep she's easy but then she acts like she's not easy in person so it's this weird mix that you you know it's, it's just that our primal brains aren't used to this it's not used to this sexualized nature it's not used to you being able to log onto a website and see the unreal infinite amount of variety in women and for you to trick your body and your soul and your brain to thinking that you're ejaculating with one of these women right now when you're literally just tugging it by yourself so of course you're going to feel weird and nervous around girls and i don't say this to humiliate you or to make you feel bad if you do watch you know porn stuff But you can see from, you know, so many videos online, so many guys are taking a big step back from porn because we just are realizing, like, it's actually so bad for us. And so here's yet another thing that it's bad for us with. The second way to be less nervous around girls is to be around them more. Now, I don't mean you have to go out there and, you know, date more women or anything. But simply being around girls more, whether it's in class or it's in sports or events or cafes, anywhere. Literally just having more women around you that you're casually speaking to. Maybe it's a female barista that you're ordering from. Maybe there's a In your little study group in high school or college that you've developed, these small things of just having like a woman who's somewhat friends with you you know, you're not even like close, close, but you know, you just yeah, you sit and you do work together, you, her, and like five other people. This will actually let you subtly practice some small things because you know, it just seems so weird sometimes to speak to girls, and so this can normalize it. Because for me personally, when I was younger and I was in high school, my mom had this level of control over me where she didn't want me to like you know, be around girls or to speak to them in any way because she thought they were a distraction and she was 100% right but obviously I was still distracted because I was going through puberty and I was desperate and my brother had the same kind of influence on me as well of you know this kind of thing I'm like no no we don't speak to girls you know they're just weird whatever they're a distraction and so what happened was that I was quite awkward and nervous around girls for a very long time and I can tell you that you know I went to some like parties when I was 15 or 16 and there's girls there and I was just weird around them not you know I wasn't saying anything weird I wasn't being like creepy or anything but I just you know I didn't know what to do because imagine it's the, one of the first times that like a girl's next to you outside of school and you just kind of freeze up when she's talking to you and, you know, you're like, you can't even hold eye contact. We sat on the couch in a party or something, you know, like some young party you go to at 16 years old, it's your friend's birthday party or something. And I'm like barely even holding her eye contact, looking straight forward and like, you know, laughing at jokes that aren't even funny or anything. When I compare that one random party, it was like one of my friends' 16th birthday party to how I am around women now. And I'm not no pro or anything like that, but there's been a big amount of progress to like how comfortable and confident I am around the opposite sex because I've now actually had a good level of like practice of not even just dating but you know just literally just having women around me and I think university really did that for me because I lived in like a student accommodation building so there was a bunch of guys bunch of girls that I knew you go to the gym there's girls there that I've spoke to people come to my place for like a party or you know to drink or whatever so I was starting to surround myself around women and suddenly being one-on-one even getting more intimate it didn't feel anywhere near as nerve-wracking as it used to just like a year or two before I went to uni the third tip I can give you means a lot to me but most people will Think that this is a terrible tip and maybe they're right maybe i'm wrong but this genuinely helped me to destroy nervousness and this was to start to find guys whether in real life or online who are good with girls who you can literally see how they are with girls there's a video of like a guy who's flirting with a girl or you've got like a male friend who you see who speaks to girls find the guy who's actually good around girls who doesn't seem nervous who actually seems to attract them and then this is what gets me hated all the time when i say this Copy them. I promise you right now that this is the truth. I would not be the man that I am today. I would not act in the way that I do, especially around women, if it wasn't for this one YouTuber named Joe Delaney. He's a fitness YouTuber and he seems to have a very good mature relationship right now. But rewind a bunch of years and he was more like in this sort of party aesthetic lifestyle. And you know, when I was like 18 years old, that's what I was looking up to. It was like guys who were like quite fit and muscular and who were going out and being like confident around girls and partying. And so watching this guy's older videos, I think they're like five years old now where he's like vlogging and showing highlights of like parties and everything and he just seems so confident and comfortable around women watching that and i promise that this is the truth because it sounds kind of lame i'd literally just watch this guy you know his videos where he's with some girl or something and i'd copy the way that he spoke and his mannerisms and you know imitate it in my own kind of personality so i was copying his style with my interpretation of it which at that point you know becomes like almost like a unique version you know i mean it's technically copying but then the way that you copy isn't always 100 exact because you've got your own bite you know what I mean? So essentially I copied, but it's not 100% copied because I'm still a human person and stuff, right? I think a lot of people find this like incredibly lame or something, so you don't have to follow this advice. But personally for me, this changed my life forever, honestly. I just found this one random YouTuber who's really, really good YouTuber. It's just the way that he talks and he's so casual and confident and he's still got like this boyish personality which resonates with me because I've kind of got that as well. Maybe I've got it just because I was watching his videos. But either way, I just saw how he navigated this date that he went on, on like a picnic date with some girl from Tinder. And I kind of like integrated that myself and this was one of the fastest improvements that I've had with women or even just life in general, just because it was just so easy for me to just pretend to be a little bit more like him. And it sounds so weird to say this because in this modern day, like we extremely value individuality and we think copying is a really, really bad thing. And again, you know, if you copy someone, of course, you're not going to copy them 100%. It's pretty much impossible to do that. So it has your own twist to it anyway. So at that point, it's like you become a hybrid, not a copy of the, you know what I mean? So I can cope and tell you, yeah, it's not copying, whatever you want to say it is just what I would say if you are open to this go and find someone either in person or online some guy who is like a role model to you that you know is pretty good with girls and search specifically for if it's online like you know a video where your role model is with a woman and to see how they navigate their relationship and the small mannerisms and the way they talk and how they present themselves and how they flirt with the girl YouTube is amazing for this because if you've got like a role model who's some kind of YouTuber or you know he's got a YouTube channel Jordan Peterson Jocko Willink David Goggins you know and all the these guys. It could even be me. You can probably go and find a video of these guys who are your role models online where they're with their girlfriends or wives and you can just see how the dynamic is with them. And if you really like that, then you can copy that. The fourth way to stop being nervous around women is to actually devalue women and especially sex and to lower them off the pedestal that you've put them on. And honestly, it might not even be you who's put them on a pedestal. We live in a very hyper-sexualized era right now where women are promoted to take off as many clothes as possible for the cope that this is empowerment. That they are more valuable when they're naked which is kind of like what the patriarchy was saying. You know, feminism stupid as and feminists aren't very clever, are they? Because they think that women taking their clothes off is empowerment when it's actually more empowering if it's the opposite way around. But feminists aren't smart. We know that, right? But we live in a very weird place where sex is seen as like so, so important. And the thing is, yeah, for a good <laughs> relationship yeah, it is incredibly important. But with the amount of social and cultural and even government pressure that you're going through it's going to be so much higher in your like list of things to care about for most guys which means that it's on a pedestal right now especially if you've grown up watching porn and you know looking at girls on instagram and everything especially tiktok as well it makes you worship not just women but just sex and pleasure and hedonism because is it not worship if every day you give it your complete devotion your complete attention every day staring into the phone of this girl that you follow on tiktok or instagram of this porn star that you really really like is that not worship are you not worshiping an underage girl if you check her tiktok five times a day that's what we do instead of praying these days and so we have women and especially casual sex and hedonism on a pedestal we're told that that's the most important thing ever i think love is extremely important i think good, solid, secure, healthy relationships, extremely important. Maybe the most important thing in your life is your relationships, honestly, the people you have in your life, your friends, family, and also romantic partners, probably the most important and valuable thing that you have in your life. But we don't think about our family 24-7, do we? Especially if you're a young man, you wake up thinking about ass, don't you? And so how do you get this off the pedestal? How do you stop overvaluing things like casual sex so that you're less nervous around women? Well the fifth thing that we can talk about is to have a mission and purpose that take the priority. set up your life as a man is very very simple but you've never been really told this before select one or two extremely ambitious goals and then sacrifice most of your life for them it's as simple as that it's not easy if it was easy you know every guy would be extremely wealthy or the best father possible or have such a successful business or career or whatever it's not easy but it is very simple have a very very important mission that you wake up and you think about that you go through the day and you're thinking about it that you're literally sat on the toilet and you're thinking about it that you're in the shower thinking about it. That you're getting ready to go to bed and you're still preparing for tomorrow because of this mission that you want to conquer. Most guys don't have this and it's such a shame because most guys won't just spend the hours that it takes to sit there in total solitude, no distractions with no phone, no computer, nothing and to try and think okay what could be a worthwhile mission for me for the next few years of my life, for the next 10 maybe, for the rest of my life. What could be a worthwhile mission, an incredible goal to accomplish, to sacrifice for. Most guys don't ask themselves these questions because of maybe because of point number one, they just watch porn all the time. But if you can do this, maybe right now, maybe you've already done it before, maybe you will do this. And to try and figure out, okay, what is this huge, important mission that will reward you incredibly, and yet you're not even doing it for the reward, you're doing it for the act of doing it. You need a mission, an ambitious goal, which is like that. And when you found that, when you found this goal that's so important to you. It becomes so easy to feel less nervous around women because you have something more important to care about and again i just want to clarify something there's a lot of youtubers and social media guys out there who seem so cool when they tell you like yeah i don't care about getting girls and everything yeah this is not what i'm saying it would be such a shame for you to close your heart and to think yeah you know women aren't important sex isn't important i don't care about any of this stuff trust me when i say that women are incredibly important trust me when i say that you should care deeply about your relationships. Of course you should. The love should be an incredibly important and valued thing in your life. It's one of the greatest experiences that you can have as a man of, you know, conquering a goal and stuff is amazing. It's probably way better than the love, but don't be like one of these Sigma male guys who say, yeah, like, you know, they value women too little in my opinion, but then obviously that's my bias and they can do what they want fine. But I don't think that's the right way to navigate the world just quickly. If I was going to give you my current understanding and sort of life plan for women as of. Monday, the 23rd of January, 2023 is to live with an open and full heart. I don't want it to sound wishy-washy what I'm saying, but I did have a realization recently because it can be valuable to close your heart, to not think about women at all and to go monk mode. And that's what, you know, a lot of people are really like crazy about these days on YouTube. It's like, yeah, monk mode. Yeah, let's do it guys. And that can be awesome. Sometimes you need to do that. Sometimes you can't have the distraction of women around you. Sometimes you're not at the level that you want to be to attract the women that you want. And maybe you're getting some women right now, but they're not of the quality that you want because you need to up yourself first. So at that point, you could take a big step back from women. But in my opinion, you should always have it in your mind that the best case scenario is that you get to develop yourself and to keep conquering this mission, this goal that you set for yourself whilst having the love and the flow of feminine energy in your life. Because that's the best case scenario, in my opinion. It's not to close away from women with the hassle that they cause or anything like this. It's to be such a superior man so that you can take her chaotic moods, so that you don't get distracted by her. Because there's men out there who have women in their lives and they're not even distracted by those women these kinds of men these superior men have learned how to i won't even say handle or manage they've learned how to conquer women they've learned how to dominate in the correct way and that's an absolutely beautiful experience and so that's my current view of relationships and love is i want that in my life
0: ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better? Well.
3: It might be rare for you to see like a man who's actually broadcasting this to hundreds of thousands of people telling you, yeah, like love's important. Yeah, women are important. The sigma male stuff has got to end soon, of so many guys saying, like, oh, yeah, I don't care about getting, I don't care about girls, bro. Yeah, they're just girls, bro. Like, yeah, I don't think you should obsess or, especially over things like casual sex and porn and everything. Fine. But to get into an amazing relationship should be one of your life goals, in my opinion. To find an incredible woman that you want to have children with, I think that's. An amazing goal to set. The sixth way we can make sure that you don't get nervous around girls is actually to think about the other things that you're nervous around. This is interesting, right? Because for a lot of guys, they're nervous around girls, but also they're quite nervous, not just around the women, but around the social circle as well. You see, a lot of guys aren't just nervous about, you know, going to speak to that girl over there in the coffee shop, they're also nervous around everyone else in the coffee shop looking at him and seeing him get rejected, for example. A lot of guys have social anxiety your social nervousness. And then of course, that's like compounded when they're around a woman as well. So I have a video on my channel, which is about social anxiety and that might help you. Number seven is one that I really like and it's so quick. Mentally reframe the nervousness for excitements. When you feel a little bit nervous, it doesn't really help you to think, oh yeah, I'm nervous because it just makes you, you know, feel more nervous, more nervous, right? What I found, which is so nice and I got this from like some Instagram post or something, right? It was like, you know, like one of those cringe, like Instagram mottos kind of things. And it actually like those mottos was honestly hit because this one's so true. It said, when you feel nervous, just mentally reframe it to excitement because nervousness and excitement actually just feel the same. In your body, they're the same thing. Your heartbeat goes faster. Your pupils dilate. You know, the physiological stuff is the same for nervousness and excitement. The only thing that's different between these two is how you perceive them. So the next time you feel nervous around women, just tell yourself, I feel excited. Because it is probably true. If you're nervous around this girl, you're probably also quite excited to be around her and to you know, go on this date with her, for example. Bro, this... this... I have to give this disclaimer all the time, and there's like this culture online, yeah, like oh, I don't care about girls and stuff. But it's like it's cute to be excited for a date. That doesn't make you a simp, you could, bro. You should be excited for every time you, every date that you go on, every time you see your woman. You should feel excited. You know, all these guys who pretend like they're too cool, Sigma male and stuff. There's gonna be guys watching this right now thinking, oh yeah, I'm just kind of cringe. I'm just cares too much about girls. It's like it's so weird, bro. These days, it's lame to say that you're excited to go see a girl. Think about that. It's lame to say that you're going on an audition for, you know, a double interview for love. Love is lame in 2023. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to live like that. I want to live in a way that I can have a relationship and feel genuinely excited every time I'm going to spend time with her. No matter what the little Jeffries of the world want to call me, they want to call me a simp or something because he, oh yeah, he's excited for a, a date. That means he's a simp. It's like, okay, then if that's your definition of a simp, then I'm a simp. But I'm clearly not a simp. Anyone saying this is like just a total Jeffrey who's like doesn't understand. Oh, whatever. I'm not gonna fucking rant about these guys. But yeah, reframe it to excitement. Just before you get ready for a date and you start to feel your heart go a little bit faster. Just say I'm excited. Not nervous. I'm excited. Sometimes the girl will notice. Let's say you actually go on the date and you're actually really, really nervous. She might even see it in you and she might even say, like, oh, are you nervous? And you may as well just say, No, no, not nervous. I was pretty excited for this date. You seemed kind of cool. And see how you've just reframed it. Because if she asks you, Are you nervous? and you said yes, the thing is you could Tell her the truth. But it's a bit uncool to be nervous. But it's way more of a connecting moment when you tell her you were excited for the dates. Because you were impressed by the way that you guys spoke online or something. Just keep that one in mind. That's such a quick tip you can use. Anytime you feel nervous, just tell yourself, yep, it's excitement. Sorry, bro, I had to run off to jujitsu. We still have three more points to go. So the eighth point I want to walk you through in terms of feeling nervous around girls is to actually feel grateful and happy that you have this feeling because it might go away. And you might think, wait, yeah, I I want my nerves to go away. But trust me when I say like having this huge level of excitement and nerves and butterflies, especially when you're quite young or quite inexperienced, it's a very beautiful experience once you're looking back. But there probably will be a point where you feel totally comfortable and confident around your woman. And that's awesome. You know, that means you're a masculine stoic man. Nice. But sometimes you will reminisce of the days where she made your heart jump an extra beat. You will think back to those moments when you had that intense high school crush where you were too nervous to say hi to her. In the end, you'll realize that those moments of you being so nervous around girls were actually such a beautiful developmental period. And I know right now you're trying to escape it. I know right now you're trying to run away from it. But what I'm just saying is you're experiencing it anyway. Why not reframe it again? Just like we reframed it in the previous points where we reframed nervousness to excitement. Also, if you know you're certain, okay, it's not excitement, bro, it's not excitement. I'm really nervous, right? Even if you are nervous, why not just try and feel grateful for it and i know this sounds silly and you'll want to skip on to the next point but just try this one thing for 10 seconds just ask yourself how could i be grateful for these nerves how could i be grateful that i'm nervous around girls because it's not a good thing i'll tell you right now it's not really a good thing but if you ask this question honestly about any part of life how can i be grateful for this it's one of the most powerful questions that you know I've, i've made hundreds of videos i've broadcasted to the internet to the world to you as many life lessons of mine and you know i'm a young guy i don't have that many but like you know i've tried to help you in all the random ideas i get and this could be one of the most powerful life-changing things i could ever recommend to you ask yourself that question as many times as possible especially during bad things not just you know what we're talking about here because this can go so much deeper how could i be grateful for this what is there to be grateful about in this situation. I know it's a little bit off topic, but when I asked myself this question when I had just spent a year living like a total degenerate, I just spent a year with absolutely zero communication to my family. I literally, bro, I had my family, my entire family blocked all their numbers, Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, everything blocked. I lived like I didn't have a family for an entire year when I was around 22 years old. I hope you can take this seriously. I genuinely lived as if I didn't have a family for about a year. I do have a family, you know mother father brother sister everything but like you know we had a massive fight and everything and it was all trauma and abuse and everything so i I essentially like ran away from home even though i was 22 or something so i was old enough. i hated my father i hated my brother i hated the house that we lived in i hated the relationship the family that we have you know i started living like a man who doesn't have a family would live porn video games weed every single day on average i was fapping like three times a day at least that's already bad enough isn't it three times a day fapping bro I had a girlfriend and I lived with her. The levels to which I have been down bad are very, very high, bro. I've been very down bad before. The reason why I'm telling you all this, you know, it's so weird. This video is about nervousness with girls and this isn't about the girl that, you know, my girlfriend who I lived with, we're not together now, but the reason why I'm telling you this right now, because after the worst year of my entire life, I discovered gratitude training. And I asked myself the question, how could I be grateful for my family? Specifically, I asked, how could I be grateful for my father? No, he's ruined my life. There's nothing to be grateful For. No, I, I hate him. He's abused me. He traumatized me. But still to this day, I can't sleep right. Still to this day, I have nightmares three times a week. There's nothing to be grateful about him. You know, I'm getting angry asking myself this question. Maybe you are. Remember I just asked you, how could you be grateful for being nervous around girls? The first answer is like, no, no, no. I can't be grateful for this. It's a bad thing. It's a horrible thing. And you know, I was indulging in this feeling for a while when I was thinking about my father. How could I be grateful for him? And the first little thing comes up. He brought us to the UK. I was born in Pakistan and I would have had like the life of a Pakistani essentially in Pakistan right which you take that as it is but it generally means like somewhat of a worse upbringing in terms of education and wealth and finances opportunity compared to the UK okay he brought me to the UK but I oh whatever I don't even like the UK that much the weather's not even that nice anything he provided for a family of five as a sole earner because my mom is a housewife it's a traditional relationship she's the housewife he goes out and works solo earner working two jobs for 10 20 years and not very desirable jobs jobs that he's admitted he doesn't even like he literally does not like them you know one by One, I'm starting to fill up a page, so I'm journaling right now, fill up a page of the things that I could be grateful for and eventually I'm bursting into tears as I write more and more and more and I realise for the first time in my entire life, maybe I'm 23 years old at this point, for the first time I've reframed something positively. What Once felt like quite an insulting question, how could I be grateful for this? Changed my life forever because with that question and the answers, you know, I'm grateful for my father for so many different things. I patched things up with my family. I moved out of the apartment I was staying in with that girlfriend, broke up with her, went back home, got onto a dopamine detox, fully put my head down to try and spread any level of knowledge that I have to you. This, what you see here right now, if you see the YouTube channel and the movements and the comments and the channel profile picture, the amount of guys who come up and say like, you know, the stuff that they've learned recently is changing their lives forever. This stemmed from one question. How can I be grateful for this? So I'll ask you one last time in terms of the nervousness that you have around girls. How can you be grateful for that? I totally understand if you think it's like an insulting question you don't want to answer it but it'd be actually really interesting for you to just take a minute and just you know almost have like a little kind of smile in your face and just think like you know what i'll probably look back to where i am right now and think that that was kind of cute it's like a nice memory that like you know I, like i personally look back to my high school years and i was so nervous around girls but it's like I wouldn't change it. It's only when you look back and you connect the dots and you're like, oh, okay, fair enough. It was kind of cute when I was like that. Again, you don't want to be nervous around girls for the rest of your life or anything, of course. But you know, you're already on the right path. So you're already making progress. So why not just think to yourself like, yeah, I'll probably be looking back to this moment as a symbol of innocence, inexperience, developments. The ninth way to stop getting nervous around girls is to know exactly what to do there and then when you get nervous. So let's say that I'm sat next to a girl right now. Here she is. Right here. Oh, I'm just a woman. I'm just a massage. Shut up, bro. (laughs) So let's say we're sat next to a girl and you know, it's a first date or something. I'm feeling nervous, right? It's really valuable to try and physically feel the nerves that you have right now because most of the time, you know what you'll realize? It's actually getting worse through your control. You see, you have a lot of control over your body and how comfortable you are and how relaxed you are or how hypersensitive and anxious and nervous you are. You literally get to choose. You literally get to control this. So what if we do this? The next time we're nervous and there's a girl next to us and we become aware that we're nervous, right? So, you know, you're on this first date and you have the thought maybe while she's speaking because you're not very present saying that oh, f- I'm really nervous. Like as soon as you're consciously aware of that, why not just open up the front of your body a little bit more? This may seem like silly to some guys out there but i promise you if you can just try this and trust me if you physically i'm talking literally like in the real world open up your heart your rib cage, the front of your body, you will feel so much more powerful. When I'm nervous or when I'm scared or when I'm anxious, I'm sat like this. This is why I'm like looking around like this. I'm closing my body. I'm a little bit scared. I'm you know, pretending to be on my phone, pretending to do something. I'm like this, I'm closed up. Even though it seems too simple to be true, I've found that you can make such a big difference in your mood by literally just changing the way that you sit or you stand. I see this all the time with people who don't feel good. They're always like this. And people who mostly feel good, they're always open up especially men open up the front of your body look there's different ways to sit you can sit like this and you know my stomach right now is like all curled up a little bit how do you think i'm going to be breathing if my body's like this am i going to be breathing deep breaths like a king like a superior man or am i going to be hardly breathing at all probably hardly but if I open up right now imagine how I'm gonna breathe when like I'm taking up space literally it's as simple as that just physically take more space open your stomach open your heart your rib cage open all this even like right now I've got my legs kind of crossed even just open them up as well there's real science behind this I won't try and explain the science to you because I kind of like you know understand it but I don't to a good level that I could teach you anything but from my perspective when we open up and we change our breathing and we take more of like a control superior strong posture it changes the state that our body's in because when you're proper clothes and you're breathing too fast or shallow your body's in that parasympathetic or which one i don't know which one it is but like another you know, fight or flight one where it thinks that okay you're scared you're preparing for an attack but if you just relax a little bit you know feel good take some good breath don't close your legs don't close your eyes you know, i mean you can do sometimes like, to be honest this is just weird to say but like yeah i like I like this bro this is like how my character would stand in a game <laughs> Open everything up and especially breathe slowly. So the next time you're feeling nervous, you know the easiest thing you can do? Full deep breath. It should be so full that you actually think that it's like, it's too much. This feels almost a bit weird. She's gonna notice that I'm taking a deep breath. That's like the level of breath that you should be taking. I'm gonna take one full breath with you right now. I know that my YouTube retention rate's gonna drop just because there's no dopamine. <laughs> I'll get my editor to like make some explosions or some shit just so we can keep maintain the Jeffrey's attention. But take one full breath with me and I'll symbolize with my arms, right? a full breath should last about 10 seconds. 10 seconds most people on average breathe like two to four seconds per breath but a full deep breath the kind of one that relaxes you always remember this a full breath that relaxes you lasts more than six seconds the next time you feel a bit nervous why don't you just try and roughly count how long each breath is and i guarantee you'll be literally like two seconds it's almost as simple as this bro make your breath at least six seconds long three seconds in three seconds out or even better make it closer to ten seconds five in five out and finally the last way to stop getting nervous around girls is the drastic improve yourself when i was a lot younger before i went through my own self-improvement journey before i started going to the gym or building a business or trying to actually be productive and trying to improve my mental health and understanding the world more when i was just a kid who just you know played video games and everything i was very very nervous around the girls like so nervous that i wasn't even next to girls you know like i wasn't going on dates or anything i was so nervous for that because of a like you know mixture of things but you know what's helped me long term over years it's just becoming like a higher tier man becoming more of a successful man more of a driven man, and I've got like a list of accomplishments which I noticed some other people it's like not that impressive but to me especially because I was a total Jeffrey just a few years ago I'm still like a part-time Jeffrey sometimes anyway but like for me the progress that I've made and the accomplishments that I have racked up it means a lot to me and what I've found is it's created some level not total but like some level of like self-love and self-respect that now I don't seem to get nervous around that many girls it's usually like the woman that I'm really impressed by I feel a little bit nervous sometimes like for my first date with my my girl. We met in a coffee shop in Thailand. So we're in the same island that we met. This is where I am, by the way. I didn't really announce this, but I'm in Thailand, Koh Samui. We met on this island around six months ago. And for our first date, we met in a coffee shop and it was like proper cute and everything. And before I went there, I was actually like nervously excited. So I already followed, you know, that tip I told you, like tip number seven, mentally reframed to excitement. But certainly, bro, I was certainly feeding some nerves. I was like very attracted to her and the conversations we were having were rejuvenating and so i felt like you know some nerves but the thing is like you know i've done well she's by my side she's totally into me and that's interesting i was quite nervous and quite excited for our first date but it went fine because being nervous around girls isn't that terrible you know still to this day i get it sometimes and now she's by my side waiting for me to finish a recording so she can just hang out with me if you stay on this path this path of self-improvement the journey of becoming more like adonis great things will come your way there will be a time that you will look back to your younger self and you'll just have so much gratitude and love for the progress that you've made that's what i wish for you Usually at the end of like these YouTube videos, I know a bunch of YouTubers will try and sell you their products. I don't really have anything to sell like that. Like we do have some products, but I don't really like to like push them in your face. So if you wanted to try and find them, you probably could, but it takes a little while to even find anything that I sell. But what we do have, which we've just recently started, is the YouTube channel memberships. So there's no pressure, but if you'd like, you can support the movement, and support my editors and everything. Because we have a whole team behind this. I know like on the channel, it's my picture, it's my name, it's me on the camera, but we literally have 10 employees like full-time. I'm on the YouTube. Editors, personal assistant, thumbnail, team leader, everything. And I like to pay them well. The channel memberships will pop up as a card or link in the description. It's like a couple of bucks if you want like an emoji next to your name when you comment, just so you get like a feeling of importance and people comment like, "Whoa, well, how do you get an emoji next to your name, bro? And you can tell them, yeah, channel member. you can just market for me, bro. Affiliate marketing. <laughs> Andrew Tate should have done this instead, bro. <laughs> Click and watch this video right now do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it.